As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. What up, what up? Today is going to be an awesome episode. It is actually the last one of this first season. And guys, I can't even tell you how much fun I've had on this podcast. And I hope y'all are loving hearing all the advice from all of these amazing people. Today, though, to close it out, we have a very, very special guest. He is my brother, my older brother, John Luke Robertson. He's seriously a one of a kind. One of the greatest humans that I know. He is has the purest heart. He's so wise. He literally got me through high school. Praise the Lord. Bless him and his sweetheart. And uh, he's just amazing. So we're going to get to hear his advice. And I'm pretty excited to hear what he's going to bring. Hey, hey, fam. John Luke. God, this is what happens when you have your brother on the podcast. John Luke, we don't allow fart noises on this podcast. This is very serious. This is very serious, okay? I'm just kidding. Uh, Everybody, if you can't tell for the first 18 seconds that this podcast is going to be the best one ever, because my brother, John Luke, is on. Woo, woo, woo. Welcome, Johnny. Um, So this is a fun thing for me to get to ask John Luke, because as you know, this is the end of this season, so y'all know the podcast well enough to know that the only question we ask is what's the best piece of advice that you've been given? Now, the funny thing about this with John Luke is John Luke is my older brother, so he's given me a lot of advice. Actually, John Luke has given me so much advice. If it wasn't for him, I do not know that I would have made it through high school. Is that not the true story, John Luke? That is the true story. I still don't know how she made it. We we all don't know, by the grace of God. Um, but anyways, John Luke, we, I do want to know, of all the wisdom that you've obtained over the 22 years of your life, what is the best piece of advice that you've ever been given? I think the best piece of advice I've ever been given Given. I don't know where this came from, but it's always been a thought that someone at some time told me. Um, <laughs> but it said, they said, sometimes you have to create the world that you want to live in. Oh, that and is good. I think that applies to a lot of more advice that I've been given about your friends, how you become your friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you also become the environment that you live in. Yeah, that's true. And so, and I take that and I think about that in the sense of like my house and my schedule and my habit. And like, if I want, if I want the world to be bright and clean and orderly, I have to live in such a way that's bright and clean and orderly. Yeah. Um, And so I think about that a lot and it applies to almost every area of my life. 
No, that's really cool. I think that something about you that I think is really cool that I want you to share with them is how much you read and how much advice you do take from others. You've always had the spirit of a learner and a researcher, and you've always put the things that you've, uh, the advice you've been given into play. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want you to tell some of your stories, like like reading different books and like actually applying it to your life, like mm-hmm. the 20 minutes of sleep and the... Um, walking with no shoes and stuff like that and just some of those stories because I think it's cool that you don't just hear advice and you're like oh that's Mm -hmm. good advice you hear it and you implement it in your Mm -hmm. life and then you might not stick with that forever but you Mm -hmm. certainly do learn from it oh yeah I think well I think a lot of people you hear advice you hear like sayings and you think oh wow that's a good saying but it never actually like touches your life like it has no bearing on your life and so at one point I thought what if we just actually took the advice that people said you know like (laughs) what if we actually like went to bed early or woke up early or you know all these things that people say to do and you just never think of um the one and some of them have turned out to be not so good advice but uh (laughs) that's bad (laughs) yeah that's bad (laughs) the one um i read this book and it was saying how if you only sleep 20 minutes every four hours, then you you can only sleep four hours a day versus eight hours a day. So I was like, oh wow, like that's so much more time because then you can never have to really go to sleep. You can stay up all night. And I was like, I have all night to then like watch TV, read books and whatever. And so I was like, I'm gonna do it. So I set my alarms every four hours, I slept for 20 minutes. First couple of days, pretty bad. Then I you were was like, a straight up zombie. Oh yeah, the first show, and then I was like, "Oh, I am totally like doing this." Like <laughs> at night, I would read so many books and watch so I mean, like so many series, and then I would work out because um, I had so much time. And then like, like not gonna lie, the like one a.m. to five a.m. stretch was pretty lonely. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Because yeah, everyone in the whole world is asleep. Yeah, but if everyone did this then everyone, you know, we would have so much time. Which goes back to do the thing. Do the thing that you want everyone. Yeah, like how you want the world to be created. How how you want the world to be created. Because if everyone did it, then you wouldn't have to stop parties later. Hey. The party can just never stop. Maybe you should move to New York. Well, that's what I'm saying. Because, like, like, normally, like, you're like, oh, it's, like, midnight. It's time to go. Midnight, everyone sleeps for 20 minutes. You watch another movie. How hilarious if the world actually lived like that. And you're like, hey, hold on, nap time. And now, everybody every- was on the same nap schedule. <laughs> Everyone took a nap. Exactly. Haven is growing up before our eyes, and she is a fun little girl. She loves games. She loves peekaboo. She loves patty cake. She just loves being entertained. Playing and spending time with my girls is one of my very favorite things to do, and letting them learn from play is a great way to help them grow. KiwiCo is here to help do that with fun projects and hands-on learning. Each monthly crate is packed with activities to introduce them to art, science, and technology, so there's always something new for them to explore. KiwiCo offers nine different monthly programs to choose from for kids of all ages, from infants to teenagers. It can be a struggle sometimes to find ways to keep kids off the screens and fully engaged and having fun, and that's why I'm so thankful for KiwiCo, because it does the work of creating fun, interesting projects that come with all the instructions and materials needed. All the materials are high-quality 
quality, kid-tested, and designed by experts so that you know they're going to love it. KiwiCo lets you pause or cancel your monthly credits anytime, so there's no long-term commitments to make. But I know that you're going to love watching your kids do this, so you are going to want to get it every month because you're going to see their confidence grow, their skills that they're learning, and it's so much fun. Honey actually just got this baking set from KiwiCo, and it's so cool because it has all the elements of baking. So right now, she's just having fun with the baking side. But eventually, it actually is teaching her fractions. So it has all the little fractions put out on the cake that she's making. And so it'll be fun to see as this toy she plays with, she ends up growing and learning some math as well. Haven is loving all the little projects as well. KiwiCo is so creative in how they have fun with the kids. And um, it's just really fun to explore. We've also given some of our boxes to her cousins that they love too, that might have felt a little bit older range. Um, But they have it for everybody. Like I said, even Haven at nine months is loving it. So redefine learning with play. Explore projects that build confidence and problem-solving skills with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month on any crate line at KiwiCo.com with the promo code SadieRob. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo, K-I-W-I-C-O.com with the promo code SadieRob. Y'all, I love a good story. That's part of the reason why I love doing this podcast is because I get to hear so many people's story. No matter what kind of stories you love to hear, Audible is the home of storytelling. Audible lets you enjoy all of your favorite audio entertainment anytime, anywhere, and all in one convenient app. You can find the best of what you love or discover something new. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases. Their selection of mystery and thriller titles will keep your heart racing month after month. Sounds exciting, right? Audible offers an incredible selection of audio books that cover every genre like bestsellers, new releases, memoirs, mysteries, motivation, and all the things. With next listen recommendations, you'll always have something amazing right at your fingertips. Members also get full access to a growing selection of included titles, Audible originals, and podcasts. You can download or stream them anytime you want. With thousands of titles, Audible selections makes their membership totally worth it. Plus, Audible members can pick and keep one title every month from their entire catalog. I am so excited about diving into different kinds of stories and I never listened to like mystery or anything like that but my sister and brother have been telling me about all these mystery books they're into and one of the ones they recommended is The Last Thing He Told Me by Laura Dave so I'm about to be jumping into that title and seeing what it's all about. New members can try Audible now for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash woe or just text woe to 500-500 that's audible a U-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash woe or text woe to 500-500 to try Audible for free for 30 days. Well, it's, it was working, but it's not very convenient if no one else is doing it. So it's like, true. <laughs> it's true. Like Mary-Kate would say like, like we would go to dinner, lunch and at 12 o'clock, like I have to sleep for 20 minutes. I can't just go in. Well, then it interferes with your actual schedule of real life. Exactly. So it interferes with everyone else's schedule. Um, And that was, I think, the downfall. Because it was lunch one time that I, Mary was like, just come in. Like, don't, I was like, I'm going to sleep in the car. She's like, come in. So I did, and I skipped my nap. And then you're exhausted. Well, that's like staying up an extra hour. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And so. That's funny. Then, like, I skipped another nap and another nap. And then. Then it was basically like I didn't sleep for two days. Oh my I kept gosh. skipping naps. 
So now I start hallucinating. Which is a whoa, that's bad. Yeah. And Sometimes, then, whoa, that's good can turn into whoa, that's bad if right. you take it to too far the extreme. Exactly. Then I fell asleep and slept for like 16 hours. Oh, my god. And now I'm fine. But the good thing about that is still, if I need to go to sleep, I can still fall asleep in like one minute. Because you learned it from that <laughs> yeah. time. See, that's cool. That is what that's good. We'll take it back to what that's good because you actually learned a lot from it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my other favorite one of you is whenever you read the book about running barefoot everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I bet your feet are tougher because of that. I did that for a while. Running Barefoot was a book called Born to Run. And it was about these people that run. If you run barefoot, like it's way better for like your feet and like shoes are so bad for your feet. <laughs> and like I watched, I read this documentary uh, about Nike and they literally knew that shoe, like the shoes they were creating are bad no. for your feet and they still did it. Nike! Because they were like the first ones who came out with. What about Adidas? Like, Say I don't it know. So. Yeah, I don't know about Adidas. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. No, okay, so I, what I love about this is what we're talking about, about you take what you've been given and then you actually apply it to your life. Mm-hmm. You take this advice and that you do it because you want to create a culture around you of mm-hmm. the good things that you've learned. And so I think it's cool because it says about the word that it's active and it's alive, the word mm-hmm. of God. And so how have you seen this in just reading the Bible and actually implementing the things of Jesus like um, into your life that, that you read? Because I see you cultivate every place that you go as an environment that Jesus dwells in and stuff. Um, but I've also known you to be one who's read the Bible, you know, Mm -hmm. like you know it, so you do it. So have you seen this in your life with the word of God, just as you have with your born to run and these Mm -hmm. kind of things? Oh, absolutely. Cause I mean, you, you, you read the Bible and there's really not very many things that Jesus told us to do. (laughs) Like they're pretty simple things like, uh, take care of orphans and widows. Uh, forgive. Mm-hmm. Um, don't be angry. Like, don't yeah. let the sun go out on your anger. Like, there's love only one another. Love one another. There's only like a few things. It's not like it's a big, complicated rule book. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not in Leviticus anymore. Yeah. So we, and so like, especially like with like anger, it's like I hardly ever get angry, and it's simply because like I just forgive because that's what it says to do. Mm-hmm. That's like, good. why would I dwell like? The advice is don't go to sleep when you're angry. Like, resolve conflict when it happens. So I do that every single time. And, <clears throat> excuse me. So I do that every single time. And, like, there's hardly anyone that I can think of that I'm like, we still have an issue. Yeah, you, you do. I can actually look at your life. And that's something I noticed actually in the past few weeks that you have peace with everyone like Mm -hmm. you really truly do and that's like beautiful but that's because you forgive you love well you Mm -hmm. honor you um you love sacrificially which is what Mm -hmm. jesus says to do and that's what he showed and i think that's beautiful and you more than most anybody i know and to say this about my brother this is really cool because i've seen you live your life and Mm -hmm you take on that and i think people listening may be like oh does he really not get angry and i can say he really doesn't because you really do just believe and i heard um somebody actually eric who's our security guard on tour he said today he goes you know jesus said to love one another and he said you know 
like that's what we're supposed to do and he was talking about his wife as an example and he said my wife that's the relationship on earth that's like the closest relationship to me and so like every single day whether I like her or not I Mm -hmm. will love her and I will love her well because that's what Jesus said to do and I think that you have to see it like that if it's what Jesus said to do then you just do it no matter what there's Mm -hmm. no buts but the world's doing this but this person did this to me but Mm -hmm. no you just do because that's what he said to do And I I love that. I've seen that all over your life. The other thing I've seen you do, and I want to hit on, is that you put put yourself in situations and in places to learn and Mm -hmm. grow. Like, you're not afraid of um, face planning, and you're not afraid of um, things that maybe are outside of your comfort zone. And I've seen that, especially with the show. And so Mm -hmm. you want to talk a little bit about that, about how to just, like, do the things that might make you feel uncomfortable, but you do it because God's called you. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that really go, goes into like failure and what like, my my view of failure is and what other people view of failure is. Um, and a lot of advice you hear from people who are older or dying, they all say, they almost always say, from what I've read, like they don't regret the things that they did, they regret the things they didn't do. Mm-hmm. And most people, I think, are afraid of failure because they've just never experienced it. Yes. But, like, I've taken advice that says, like, Bob Goff said, if you want more faith, do more stuff. Mm. And, like, I did that. And it was when I stepped out in, in what I thought was faith or in faith was one, of the most, was one of the most embarrassing, biggest failures of my life. But I'm still here. I mean, like, I'm still fine, and I definitely have more faith in God because I'm, like, I'm still here. And I think that's that's the thing about, like, face playing, getting on stage. Like, I usually try to do something different every night. Yeah. And two nights ago, I think, um, (laughs) just did not work at all, like, even remotely. And I was like, okay, that one didn't work. But I'm like, I might as well try because you never know. And and then I think that's the thing, too, is, like, I failed. But now I'm still doing the show tonight. Yeah. And a good. lot of people, I think, are scared of following the advice or failing because they've never done it in the first place and then made it through. Yeah. And then some, sometimes I think, in, in my life too, I failed. And then you think like, oh, I can never do it again or like it's over. And sometimes it, t- it just takes time. Yeah. But like. At this point, like I've failed so much in so many different areas of my life, I'm like, yeah, I might as well just try it. Yeah, like I'm still going. So true, and I think that's such a good point, John Luke. Like, I love that you shared that because I do think that a lot of people have the fear of failure, and because a lot of times they don't see the failure from the people on stage, but Mm -hmm. you only see 30 minutes of their life. You know, you don't know how many times they face planted to get them in a position where Mm -hmm. they can actually stand up right. You know, and I think that that's happened in my life a million times. I mean. your life and I always tell people they say like how do you have so much freedom and confidence and stuff and I'm like honestly because I finally just gave my failure to God and said use it all Mm -hmm. like use it all if I face plant I face plant use it then show people how you are much stronger than me and much better Mm -hmm. and like I think when you just allow God to do that then then that happens and I've seen that in your life and that's really 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 cool uh the other thing is I love how you mentioned Bob and Bob started this season off the Mm -hmm. first podcast and Bob like literally pours out advice like he Mm -hmm. literally just pours it out and I know you went to Uganda Mm -hmm. with Bob and talk about that because that was another thing about you putting yourself in a position where you're like going by yourself 
mm-hmm. like you got into it with Bob Goff, but mm-hmm. like just what that did for your life because I know that that was huge. Yeah. Oh, well, that actually just reminded me of where I heard the advice in the first place. Um, so when I went to Uganda with Bob, <laughs> that was after I read the book A Thousand Miles in a Million Years by Donald Miller. Oh, uh, no way. And so that book, the whole, the whole, like a summary of that book is he says, live the life, um, basically like live a good story. Mm. Like live a life that you want to tell someone about later. Yeah, that's cool. And so I read that book and I was like, oh, I'm in. <laughs> so then when Bob asked me to go to Uganda, I was like, yes, I'm in. Because that was it's the story. Because yeah, it's a good story. That's and that's cool. the story that, um, that's cool. that I wanted to live. That is so cool. Okay, I love that. And Donald Mil- Miller is, how is he connected to Bob Goff? They're like, I don't know, they're like best friends kind of, mm-hmm. like, and, and they're both amazing, amazing men. And if you've never read either of their books, go read their books. They actually invited our family to go to Canada years and years ago, and it was such a significant time in our family's life of just saying yes to something that was outside of our comfort zone. And mm-hmm. because of that, I know that our family's been so blessed um, from it, and it's mm-hmm. changed our idea and perspective of just going after things that seem super, super bizarre. Let's be honest, some days it just feels like there is not enough time of the day to get everything done, especially when it comes to the things that you probably need to get done, but it just gets put on the back burner like groceries. Sometimes it's just hard to get done. And thankfully with Hungry Root, it will help you stock your pantry and fridge with all the things you need without you having to go out and do it yourself. Hungry Root is your partner in healthy living. It's such an easy way to get fresh, high quality groceries delivered right to your door. It is such a gift. All you have to do is take a short, fun quiz so Hungry Root can get to know your personal health health goals, taste preferences, and the kitchen appliances that you like to use. And they'll even include delicious meal ideas so that you can put all your groceries to use. Forgotten groceries in the back of the fridge are a thing of the past. Hungry Root will recommend groceries based off of your taste, but every order is fully customizable. You can take their suggestion or choose anything you want from fresh produce, quality meat and seafood, to pantry staples and snacks that you'll love. And who doesn't love personalized snacks? I mean, truly the first time we did it, we let it choose for us and there were so many snacks we wouldn't have bought for ourselves, but we ended up loving and it became a regular on our order. Y'all know I'm all about quality and everything from Hungry Root follows a simple standard. It has to taste good, be quick to make, and contain whole trust ingredients so you can literally save hours on planning shopping and cooking with hungry root we love our hungry root packages we've been getting them for a long time now and i think it was aretha franklin when someone asked her like what's the you know most challenging thing you've done in your life and she said having to figure out what's for dinner every night i was like man that is so true that's so relatable but hungry root can help with all of those things right now hungry root is offering whoa that's good podcast listeners 40 percent off your first delivery and free veggies for life you heard it Right. Just go to hungryroot.com slash woe to get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's hungryroot.com slash woe. And don't forget to use our link so that they know that we sent you there. If you haven't checked it out yet, LO has a new website. It looks amazing. It's the same website, I guess, but a new face to it. It looks so good, so pretty. And stamps.com actually helps you get all those pretty things into your arms. Stamps.com is here to help you keep your business rolling. Postage prices just increase again, y'all. So thankfully, stamps.com has the best discounts in the industry, like up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. 
They automatically tell you the fastest and cheapest shipping options, which will save you and your team time and money as you, you know, navigate all the different options. Plus, Stamps.com seamlessly connects with every major marketplace and shopping cart, which is super helpful. All you need to get started is a computer and a printer. Stamps.com will even send you a free scale so you'll be ready to go as soon as the orders start coming in. You can print postage from wherever you do business, and if you need a package pickup, you can schedule it right on the Stamps.com dashboard. It's super easy. For 25 years, Stamps.com has been there for over 1 million businesses, whether they're mailing checks, invoices, merch, books, all the things. With Stamps.com, you can have access to all the services you need for your business anytime, day, or night. LO uses Stamps.com. Like I said, we have all kinds of merch out right now. We actually even have Whoa That's Good merch for all you Whoa That's Good listeners. We have all the books on there. So go check out the LO website and we'll use Stamps.com to get it to you. Keep your mailing and shipping moving at the speed of your business with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code WOA, W-H-O-A, for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter the code WOA. If you're a business, you need this. Um, but anyways, John, like this advice was amazing. I hope everybody is encouraged by this. And the last thing I want to ask you is something that I love how you answer. I've heard you get asked this question and I love how you answer it. It's the question that everybody says about how did you and Mary Kay do it? Y'all got married so young and you know how everybody was like, this is like crazy to get married at 18. Like it's not going to work. And I've heard you answer this question as to how or why. Mm -hmm. And so I would love for you to share it with it because I think that it's so much truth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, well, I think getting married at 18 is crazy. That's why we waited until we're 19. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, I, we, that was another thing about advice that we had heard. We talked to people who had been married when they were, four, Mary Kate's parents were married when they were 39 and 32. My parents were married when they were 18 and 19. We've heard every, of every, end of the spectrum, getting married late, getting married early, getting married in your 30s, however it is. And none of them said the reason that they either made it or didn't make it was because of the age they got married. Mm. It doesn't matter. It, it's <laughs> good. At all. Not even That's in the good. remote sense. The only thing that matters um, to keep your marriage together is if you, fo- if you put your marriage on something other than yourself Mm. and so we put our marriage on god and that was the advice that we were given and so we made this covenant that is outside of ourselves Mm. our promise is not to each other our promise is to god yeah and so there's nothing that we can do to To break that that. to say to break that or separate that's so good that's gonna be healing for some marriages i believe it because the enemy can come in at so many different angles and say like well it's because you got married young or Mm -hmm. because you got married late or y'all are so Mm -hmm. different but if you put your marriage or if any relationship this goes for anybody out there Mm -hmm. a friendship a dating relationship a marriage if you put your relationship on something other than yourself like god there's a selfless kind of love that comes with that and Mm -hmm. you can actually follow what god says to do which is to love 
love one another. And at Jelenic, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. You really are a well of wisdom. And if you go to Jelenic's house, him and Mary Kate's house, you see books just literally everywhere. Like not even a bookshelf, but it's become a bookshelf. And he just like surrounds himself with this culture of learning and with wisdom and with advice and all these things. And so if you're sitting there and you're like, man, I wish I knew all of these things. I wish I had advice to give. I just want to encourage you. One, you do. You have a story to tell. But two, if you feel like you don't, then go create the place for you. Go create that space. Surround yourself with books. Immerse yourself with mentors and people who are further and so much smarter than you. Go to crazy places. And maybe that's just down the street and love on your neighbor. Just start to create the story that you want to live. And we hope you've been so encouraged by what that's good this season. I've been encouraged by all the advice we've been given. John Lake, thank you again. All right, y'all, you know what time it is. Time to call mama. So we're going to call mama with our best piece of advice and our worst piece of advice. Let's see what she has to say. Literally just got done talking to John Luke, and he brought the fire. Seriously, that boy is awesome. Okay, are you ready? Gave us a lot of good advice, obviously. I mean, no shock there. But are you ready for the <laughs> whoa, that's good, whoa, that's bad test? I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay, I'm loving this piece of advice. Follow your heart, but take your brain with you. <laughs> that is good. That is a good one because sometimes, yeah, I always say a brain. your brain is a really powerful thing, and sometimes you can let your brain go, and you just, like, go along Listen. with whatever your heart's saying, but you need to bring your brain with you because you need to be think thinking, hey, thinking about these things. I'm going to let you use me as an example. I'm just going to say a time or two I have followed the heart and left <laughs> the brain at home. I said goodbye. <laughs> See yeah, you later. There's been a time or two in relationships that I've seen you do that, yes. Yeah, 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 it happens. Hey, make sure when you walk out the door and into uh, your date, you have your brain on hand, okay? It's very important. V important. I think that's a really good one. (laughs) Yes. Okay, yeah, learning. Take take a note from my failures that definitely have your brain. (laughs) Okay, so I wanted to bring up a piece of advice you gave me when I was in the eighth grade, and it was one of the best pieces of advice that I can remember um, in our relationship. Okay, basically, remember that girl was like bullying me in school. She was so mean. And then you just said, well, stop listening to her. And I was like, what? Mom, what kind of advice is that? She's talking to me. And you're like, don't stand there. Like, tell her not to say it and I was like mom I can't do it and I said what do you even mean I, like it, it was so foreign to me like the concept that I didn't actually have to listen to her like I was like mm-hmm. it was like the craziest mind-blowing advice and you said next time she comes up to you ask her is this is what you're about to say to me is it going to be good or is it going to be negative and I was like mom that was gonna be so awkward you were like okay well then you're just gonna keep hearing it so the next day, I remember, I got to school, she comes up to me, and I said, wait. I said, is this about to be good, or is this going to be negative? And she said, well, it's bad, but um, it's about you, so you need to know. And I said, no, 
I actually don't need to know. If it's bad, I don't need to know. And I think that that was the perfect well, that's good, well, that's bad scenario. That's like, mm-hmm. actually, you don't have to listen. You don't even have to listen to the bad advice. Not only do you not have to agree with it and follow it, but you don't even have to listen to it. Like, literally put the hand up, talk to the hand, and yep. walk away. And that, yep. I, I know it's funny because it seems simple. Like, when you said it, like, just don't listen. Like, it seems simple, but to me it was such a big deal because it uh, that didn't seem like an option. And I just think that people need to know that that is an option. And um, yes. that was a huge turning point for me. Well, good. I'm so glad you remember that. I remember that moment, too. And I do remember it being really important. And I think we do have to, like take responsibility like we can control our relationships like we do we let people know how they can treat us or how they cannot treat us yeah. if someone doesn't treat it's not treating us respectfully someone's not bringing positivity into our lives and you you have the right to just say nope sorry no thank you like thanks mm-hmm. but no thanks like yeah. i don't need that in my life and mm-hmm. and it is it's a way of actually i think respecting yourself yeah. and loving yourself and um when you when you speak up for yourself and say nope I'm not gonna. I don't need that in my life, and yeah. uh, I'm not gonna allow you to put that in. Put that into me. Yep. So, yep. So you true. Have every right to do that. You so did good true. At that. I remember that happening. I was very proud of you for Aww, doing it. Oh, thanks, Mama. Very proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, and I, I will say this: just going right into a bad piece of advice is that if it's about you, even if it's bad, you need to hear it. I think that that's bad advice. I don't. I don't yeah. think that you do. I think that if if it's going to be bad and you need to hear it, it needs to be from your mom, your dad, or somebody who is in your life that you really trust and value the wisdom that they have. Because very easily that can be really dangerous. If somebody's speaking negative things that people say about you, that's not true, yeah. and you begin to believe that that's who you are it can really 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 do a number on you it can cause a lot of damage it can cause a lot of insecurity it can cause you to believe things that aren't true and really um put a limit to the things that you can do but if you're um if you just say you know what no i actually don't need to hear it i'm actually not going to get involved with the gossip i'm going to just continue to ask god who i who i am or ask my parents who i am and get those reminders because even the other day um i'll just uh be transparent because i think this is important um when there was a situation that my friends were all talking about and I actually I could tell that they were a little bit upset that um I was like are they upset with me are they upset with the situation I can't tell so remember I called you and I like explained to you the situation I'm like do you see anything in here that I did that could have potentially led to them um thinking that I was meaning to do something negative or get up give off something that was divisive and you were able to listen through it and bring clarity to me on on where things might have gone wrong and I think that was really important because I'm literally living my life I didn't think two thoughts about it um but I wasn't looking at it from the perspective that they might have been looking at it from and so ask your mom ask a mentor ask somebody so that they can look at you and they can say you're not wrong you are not wrong but I see where it went wrong and here's maybe how you can speak truth and life into it so they don't hurt who you are as a person they don't bring it down they don't make it a bad thing or give you false hope or no hope they actually just say here's how you can make it better and I think that that's so 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 important Mm -hmm. that's so good and I think that like it's it is important like you said to hear it from somebody that loves you that really knows you because like that is one thing when someone's coming to you and stuff like that for like 
for one, they're probably coming to you because they're wanting to be divisive. They're probably, yeah. you know, it's probably not coming from good intentions of like, mm-hmm. oh, hey, I want to help this situation. Mm-hmm. It's coming from a place of like gossip or like I want to create more division or I want yeah. you to know that someone doesn't like you just because I want it to hurt you. So like probably their intentions are not really pure in that situation. But also like if they're coming to you and like, oh, so-and-so said that about you. Like, you know what? It really doesn't even matter. Doesn't like, matter. whoever they're probably telling you about doesn't even know you. Yeah. And so that's something I never remember we talked a lot about through yeah. high school. It was like, you know, the opinions that matter are that of God, yep. <laughs> his opinion of you, and those who really know and love you. Yep. Everybody else's opinion, honestly, doesn't, it really matter. doesn't matter. Because they don't know you. They yep. don't know your heart. They don't know who you really are. Like, they... So it it just doesn't matter. Yeah. So you really need to just take all of that with a grain of salt and brush it off and just not even listen to it. That's and, but true. But you do need to listen to the people that love you and know yeah. you and have your best intentions at heart. And um, so that's that's my advice on all that. That's a great advice, Makes Mom. Sense. My last piece of advice for this season will be this, because Mom said a few times about um, if it's divisive, it's divisive. And I think that there's a way that we can look at the words that we choose to use in friendship and relationship and even just in, in general, in everyday conversation. You know, the Bible talks about how our tongue, we, it holds the power of life and death. So when mm-hmm. we speak, we're either speaking life or we're either speaking really death. Like we're speaking something mm-hmm. that's going to move forward or we're speaking something that's going to pull down and I think in the same way whenever you speak you either speak towards unity or you speak division and I think that when you speak towards division what that looks like is it looks like speaking from a place of offense speaking from a place of um, jealousy speaking from a place of a competitive spirit and all of those things that leads to division that that brings forth divisive language i think when you speak to a place of unity you speak towards love you speak towards truth and with kindness and with grace and humility and i think that before you speak I, this is something i've been challenging myself with god is what i'm about to say will it bring forth unity or will it bring forth division and if it has any divisive tone get it out of my life and i have found that literally the holy spirit will be like no <laughs> if it's gonna come off now negative or if it would separate or if it was coming from a place inside of me that wasn't pure but when there's something to speak towards unity it is amazing how your words come out and it's amazing how it it breathes peace into relationship it brings forth joy it continues to bond you and this bond of true love and it's truthful it's vulnerable but it's but it's life-giving and so that would be my last piece of advice for this season until we talk next time to as you go forth make sure that you're being a person that's speaking towards the unity in the world and not speaking towards more of the division because it's so 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 important that we all unite on a common love and honestly Um, we're going to be talking about unity a lot through messages that I'm speaking and through hopefully new books that I'm writing and stuff like that. And so I want to go ahead and get you praying in that direction of thinking towards the unity and know that we're all united by the same blood of Jesus. Whether you believe it or not, Jesus died for you and his blood covers all and literally connects us all through the power of love. And that's so powerful. And if anything, I must say, whoa, that's good. Well, thanks, Mama, for all your advice. I love you so much. Oh, I love you. You're making me cry over here. I'm so proud of you. Oh, mama, stop. <laughs> stop it. That was so good. I'm really glad that was inspiring to you. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Oh. 
Love you, Mom. Love you, baby girl. So proud of you. Uh, thanks, Mom. This is great. <laughs> Can't wait to hear all the podcasts. <laughs> thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye, baby. Thanks so much for listening to the Whoa, That's Good podcast. We got a lot of good nuggets today. Don't forget to follow me on all the social media platforms I'm on. Instagram, I'm at LegitSadieRob. Twitter, SadieRob. And follow our Live Original Instagram. Also, I'm Sadie Robertson on Facebook. Head over to LiveOriginal.com and subscribe to this podcast. And while you're there, you can see the tour dates that I'm coming to a city near you. Don't forget, please leave comments in the iTunes section and leave reviews. This podcast is produced by Steve Strout and Peter Hartzell. So a huge shout out to them and a thank you to my LO team. You guys are the best. We love y'all and we appreciate you listening. I'll see y'all soon.